five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth Beer and Podsequences. So this is a podcast from my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts and videos and vlogs and all kinds of mess. Uh, <laughs> and then we come together to podcast host and thank you, Higher Gravity Summit Park, for being such a gracious podcast host. We get together and we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went and hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other shows. Now, my name is Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally. And the voice you're about to hear belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia, and I make multiple choice question uh, little trivia games out of our podcast and video and vlog and blog recaps. So get ready for that. Looking forward to those. Mm-hmm. Well, Julia. Well, Marco. So I wanted to talk for a minute about the Vets and Brews Honor Bus uh, so go to uh, Vets and Bruce, either .com or to Vets and Bruce Facebook page. They're looking for sponsors for this year's Honor Bus. Uh, if you don't know about the Honor Bus, it's a really cool uh, way of uh, honoring veterans that Matt Damaris, who, uh, who is the uh, president and CEO mm-hmm. of uh, Vets and Bruce, uh, puts together with the help of a lot of local breweries as well as... Um, Cincy Brew Bus mm-hmm. uh, to just really give um, the veterans that are able to participate uh, a really fun day, a really fun time, and thank them for their uh, service uh, by supporting them through uh, Vets and Brews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a really cool event where they go around to several different breweries. They fill up a bus with veterans. They go around to several different breweries, and they make sure that the vets don't pay for beer that day. Exactly. They're looking for sponsors, uh, individual sponsors, company sponsors, brewery sponsors. The Honor Bus cannot happen without the support of those of us who who just want to buy buy veterans a beer, who to, to thank them for their service. So as Marcus said, if you're interested, check out vetsandbrews.com or go to the Vets and Brews Facebook page. Reach out to Matt Damaris, sign up to be a sponsor, and help a veteran have a really good day. You know, no craft beer podcast would be a good craft beer podcast. If we weren't in it? If we weren't in it. <laughs> and thank you to everybody who has made us the number one podcast that talks about Cincinnati-based podcasts. The craft beer podcasts, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all of you who have listened for a long time. And we've been doing this for a little while. A little bit uh, longer, than, longer than most podcasts. Ooh, this is true, yes. Longer not, than, not longer than all, but longer than most. Longer this. than most. Yes. But, uh, so thank you to everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you to any first-time listeners. Uh, I think you'll get it uh, as we go along. If not, listen to a previous uh, couple of episodes, and then you'll get it. And if not, at least we'll get credit for your clicks. And I appreciate all of you. Uh, having said that, Julia, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast are ours and ours alone. They do not reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as full-time jobs or higher gravity. If uh, you have something that you want to uh, get at us about, whether it's for you know uh, our brewery uh, events podcast uh, that we do uh, or you want to shower us with uh, money and beer and, and uh, riches of, you know, mass quantities. But don't shower us in glitter. I will fight you. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, we will tell you how to get in touch with us at the end of the show, although uh, you found Truth Beer Pod, so you can find <laughs> us. You can find us. Uh, having said that, uh, Julia, 
Marco. But you're drinking. I am having Sona from Heart State Brewing. It is a wheat beer. Uh, Heart State Brewing makes really, really good stuff. And I am enjoying this crisp, citrusy, delicious beer on a pretty warm day. Looks like a glass of sunshine. It really does. It's a beautiful color. If I wouldn't have, if I hadn't been drinking it as uh, quickly as I have, I would take a picture. But maybe that means I'll get another one. Could you be. Know, post a picture on social media. You can do what you want. You're grown. It's true. I am. Oh, my God. I'm adult. That's terrifying. <laughs> All right. Uh, please help me. I'm unsupervised right now. Uh, Marco, what about you? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm having a hop juju. Oh, yeah. As one does when hop juju is out and fresh. Absolutely. Uh, well, I got the drinks out of the way. Got the disclaimer out of the way. Got who we are out of the way. The only thing left to get out of the way before we dive into things is to make sure that you and I have listened to the same show. Yeah, this that's week. true. Every now and then we have a little faux pas where one of us listens or doesn't listen to something. Right. So let's see if we are on track. Uh, this week we have two national podcasts and then four, four or five local, not just podcasts, but four or five local uh entertainment situation yes. that we're going to talk about. Yes. Uh, for the national ones, we have Drink Beer, Think Beer with John Hall. This was episode 200, the Beer Initiative to Promote 988, the National Suicide Crisis, uh, suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Yeah, we did tease that one last week, mm-hmm. uh, and we did uh, also uh, mean to mention it the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yes, I, I did. All right. Uh, we have another national podcast, How Not to Start a Damn Brewery. This will be Season 5, Episode 9, with Michael Amon of Adina, or well, formerly Adina Distributing. Yep. All right. Yeah, and thank you, Michael, ah. for uh, letting us, <laughs> making us aware of this podcast. To be yes, honest, yes, to be yes. honest, I, I've, I've listened, I listened to that, and then he was on a recent episode of uh, Steal This Beer, uh, which is another podcast. Not Michael. No, the host. But, uh, the host of yeah, How yeah, yeah. Not to Start a well, Damn Well, I did brewery. the way you said that. Thank you to Michael for letting us know. Oh, and like, he was also like on was this. Also and I'm on. like, holy shit, Michael was on. Michael was on. He, How he about that, Michael? Be. He should be. He should. Uh, moving on to the local things we're going to talk about. We have the Craft Parenting Podcast, episodes 119 and 120, Real Talk with Matt and Chanel Damaris. Yes. All right. We have Cincy Brewcast, season nine, episode 14, Raising Boats and Tides at Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. Yeah. Phenomenal. The Weekly Pint, uh, episode 187. There's a hole in my ceiling and my car won't start. I was there. All right. And then last but certainly not least, Bruce Sky's Booze News. This is what success looks like. Yep. All right. Cool. Did all that. We are going to start with kind of the the deepest or heaviest topic uh, podcast that covered, you know, a a deep, a heavy topic. Uh, Drink Beer, Think Beer with John Hall talking about the beer initiative to promote 988, which if you're not familiar is the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. I do want to put a a trigger warning, a disclaimer before this. The podcast and kind of our recap will talk uh, about, not in depth, but it does talk about some self-harm, suicidal ideations, uh, just mental health crisis. So if that is something that you are not comfortable with, uh, A, get comfortable with talking about it because it is incredibly important but b we understand that not everyone is able to listen to some of that so if you want to skip ahead a few minutes we will not hold that against you but this is a very important topic so we wanted to make sure that we covered this even though it has nothing to do with anything cincinnati related no but part of the reason why is because for over a year uh, we've had the lifeline in our show notes Mm -hmm. And when we started putting the lifeline in our show notes, we even had probably a 20 or 30 second um, 
aside. Yeah, kind of uh, a public service announcement that we would yeah, throw in there. That we would throw in there. So it's something that we wanted to listen to. Uh, it's something that uh, does have a connection to Truth Pure Pod in that way. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Uh, again, uh, I understand if you're if you're not comfortable in, in listening to or wanting to uh, hear that, that's fine. Uh, but I will say, if you are somebody who um, needs uh, someone to talk to, keep in mind the the lifeline. Mm-hmm. Dial nine. Dial or text nine eight eight, or you can go to nine eight eight lifeline dot org. Either one will get you connected with someone who can. Just listen to you talk. No judgment. Uh, This episode was uh, with John Lane of OHSO Brewing and Russ, I believe he pronounced his last name Cush, of Lakefront Brewing. And it talked about some of their personal experiences with uh, sort of mental health crisis, either their own or someone or some people that they knew, and how that turned into the desire and the drive to, to really make this more of an awareness situation within the brewing community and the communities that come into their brewing community. Uh, the first few minutes were, were, were about the brewers, their breweries, just kind of how they got started, where they are, the beers that they make. So the main topic starts about 12 minutes in with how did the 988 Brew Initiative come about? And it was pretty much spearheaded or started by Russ of Lakefront Brewing. And before we kind of before I turn it over to you for you to start giving your thoughts on some of it, I just want to say that this episode hit me just as hard emotionally as the episode of Cincy Brewcast, um, Volume 6, Episode 46, where he talked with Dog Bear, talked about uh, the... Talked to the owner of Dog Bear. Right, which was a, a different situation. It was a COVID situation, but just the, the emotion that comes out of this podcast... It, it really is something. I mean, it really does showcase just how important mental health is and how it does touch absolutely everyone, whether you may be aware of it or not. It's, it, it's not as it's not as out there or, or as ubiquitous as a, a pink ribbon. It's not something... And, and why would it be? It only started about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's through people spreading the awareness about mm-hmm. the, the lifeline that is going to help uh, get the lifeline in front of people who need it. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously talk about what are the, the origin stories behind uh, wanting to create a beer uh, surrounding this awareness campaign. You can imagine what they are. Uh, they are quite simply stories uh, about a brewer who's been in the brewing and, and bar industry for a long time having to had to um, go to too many funerals mm-hmm. uh, because of, of these instances. And I, we can all think of a time where uh, mental illness or suicide has touched a member of our family or somebody that we know. Heck, it was even just a day or two ago that in one of the Cincinnati Facebook groups, somebody talked about um, being a survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this... Uh, I, I don't know how specific I want to be because honestly, the impactfulness is by listening to this episode. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but just so you're aware, this this campaign um, is out there, mm-hmm. and hopefully, it can gain traction like so many other different awareness campaigns that are out there. Even right. in the beer industry, there's awareness campaigns to 
for so many different right, things. Right, for ALS, for, I, right, right, exactly. Um, autism awareness, everything. And this needs to be just as high up there priority-wise, if not more. I do know that they're, they're saying they're, they're not looking for breweries to make a special beer for this. They're just looking for maybe one week out of the month, you change the name of one of your, one of your beers to 988 to start that conversation to make people aware. Uh, I know that Westside Brewing did this with their Amber Ale during Suicide Prevention Week, which I believe was the week of September 11th. I didn't see any other local breweries posting about this, but that doesn't mean that they did not. Um, but Westside Brewing didn't didn't overly do anything. They didn't redo new labels, but on their, their tap list, on their, their tap board, they put 988 in front of their Amber Ale's name. So that was one way to, to do that. So we went ahead and did it, Julia. First podcast. We mentioned Westside. We absolutely did. And it's but contractual. We have, to, we have to. We have to. But I want to say that, that that was really fantastic that they did that. Um, gosh, it, you, you just, they're, man, they almost just don't miss. Mm-mm. They don't miss on beer. And they, they put out their messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, uh, Braille Ale is mm-hmm. something that is... Didn't they win an award for their packaging? Yeah, I because believe it's it, one of like the only breweries in North America that has actual Braille on the label. Like It's one of the most inclusive beer labels out there. Um, I believe there are other places that are starting to do... Maybe it was a wine, either a wine or a bourbon, but not a beer. That may have changed by now. I haven't looked too closely into that, but but I do agree. I know that we kind of joke about mentioning them, but like you said, they're they're all in for when they have a, a cause that they want to promote, support, raise awareness for, and they really knock it out of the park. Uh, it wasn't an over-the-top promotion of changing Amber's name to 988 for that week. It was a I saw a single Facebook post. And when you go into the tap room, you saw it there, and hopefully it sparked a couple conversations that maybe needed to happen that could help that particular patron or a friend, a family member, a coworker, someone that you know they might be able to pass that information along to. Uh, it was a very heavy and raw conversation in this podcast. It got there um, towards the end, mm-hmm. so I mean, Correct. there there were discussions about obviously a heavy topic all throughout. But it really culminated towards the end of the podcast. Right. Um, I would strongly suggest giving it a listen because, again, if we don't talk about this stuff, it's, the stigma is always going to be there. I know that, to kind of put a personal spin on this, I know that I run into issues with talking about when, when I'm having a rough time because, to me, I think everyone's going through something, which is true. But I kind of take a, almost a step back in a negative light because I say everyone's going through something, so why would someone want to hear about my problems? Because I'm, are they really that problematic to anyone else other than me? Maybe not, but just being able to talk about them saying, hey, I am overly stressed out about this for good reason, for not good reason. So just getting normalizing talking about when you're struggling no matter how big no matter how small and the 988 lifeline is the perfect place to talk anonymously with someone about any of that it does not have to be as serious as you are considering extreme measures it could just be i am just so overwhelmed and stressed out i just need to vent to someone and i don't want to talk to a friend a coworker, a family member so please 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 if there is anything that 
that you're just struggling with, no matter how small, utilize the 988 Lifeline. And to all the breweries out there, please try to, again, one week a month, one weekend a month, one day a month, whatever works for you and for your brand. Change the name of one of your beers to 988 or incorporate 988 into that. That's all that they're asking, and I think that that small step will have an immense ripple effect that will be so beneficial to so many people. Well said, Julia. Yeah. Uh, let's let's take a break. Let's do that. We will be right back, guys. All right, everybody. We have made it back. And we are going to talk about the second of the national podcasts uh, that actually does have to do with a, a Cincinnati beer distribution icon. We're talking about Michael from formerly Adina District. He's always going to be Michael from Adina to me. I'm That's sorry. That's he is in my phone. I'm sorry. It's That's his contact. <laughs> I actually don't have his number. So, uh, Michael, we, oh, you I, don't? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal it from Marco, and then I'm going to start harassing you. You don't have to steal yeah. it if I give it to you. Yeah, this is very true. Uh, this is Season 5, Episode 9 of How Not to Start a Damn Brewery. And this is a podcast that shares the stories and pitfalls and failures of craft beer and breweries and... Distillers. Dis- or not distillers. Distribu- uh, distributors. Distribu- distributors. Distributors. Wow. Words are difficult. Please, I want to put a disclaimer as you're listening to this episode. Please do not stab Michael to see if he bleeds beer. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a saying and that is a phrase. From the start. From the start, do not stab Michael. Period. Yeah. For any reason. Yeah. For any reason. At all. This was a really fun listen. I wasn't familiar with this podcast until Michael shared it with you. You shared it with me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't either. There was some great history of who Michael is and where he came from. And I don't think that I've ever gotten the the full story about how he went from being a failed writer to a beer distributor, which is kind of a jump that I don't know that I would have picked out on my own. But once you know that just from talking to him and hearing the way he talks and seeing the way he writes when he makes posts online, it's like... Oh, well, of course. But I don't think he's a failure in writing. I think he writes it beautifully, at least in the, you know, small segments that we have seen. There's definitely something about some people where you read things or when, you, when you're in discussion with them, you say, you know what? This person has a little bit of, a, uh, of an upper hand when it comes to uh, navigating the, the English language. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Michael's one of those people. But one of the things that he does not have skill at, apparently, is selling Guinness because he was fired from his first distribution job. Distribution job? I don't know how I was trying to emphasize those syllables, but it was not correct. (laughs) This is is getting off to a great start. Uh, He was fired for not selling enough Guinness to a bar. We got it, Michael. It wasn't your fault. Well, I mean, it kind of was. Kind of was. Kind of was. But no. Uh, and but then, yes, but no. But yes, no. And yeah. then, like so many people, he started going down the path of, maybe I'll start a brewery. Right. As so many do. Yeah, so and, many do. And As how so did, many did. And how did we'll that work out for do. him? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that work out for him? Well, he started distributorship. There were some really cool pieces of this. I don't think this is going to be a, a huge... Uh, recap just because otherwise we're going to be just telling you exactly what Michael said and we want you to listen to him tell his story in his own words that's part of what makes what we do uh... (laughs) 
I didn't know Vincent. Oh I didn't know God. Vincent was gonna break out in a song. Dude, this is the perfect song to do it to. Listeners, if you if you can hear in the background, Vincent is crushing. I That's am the my tiger. Son. Oh my God. I love it. I love this so incredibly much. Uh, to get back to Michael from Medina. Jeez. Uh, he learned, uh, one of the main lessons that he learned is it's more about what the consumers are excited about, not what the breweries are excited to it be has making. To be, that has to be is, the way. Which is absolutely, well, but it's, it was so weird because until he phrased that, it's one of those things where you kind of know, but in my head it didn't click where I'm like, well, well no shit. I mean, you have breweries that are really excited about, came up with this recipe for this beer. It's something different, something we haven't done before. They put it out, and but then the consumers are like, ah, uh, no, I'm still in my pasty stout phase, so I don't want anything to do with this amazing lager that the brewery just uh, just released. So it's just, I mean, even... Even a local brewery uh, who is very much into their own lane, uh, early on, really on, they got they got the hint mm-hmm. that yeah, uh, yeah. people didn't give a shit about your bread IPA, you know, and so they're like, yeah, well, we're gonna have to move on from that. I don't that. know. I still, I st- well, I still enjoy them, but yeah, it all, it all depends on. You can make whatever you want to make. Oh, you can. But if people don't want to buy it, that's. That's the That's thing. the end of it, right. And that was something that, as a distributor, you know, Michael was thinking, man, all these beers that I really like, these things that, you know, the, the breweries are excited about, that's what I'm going to bring to the Cincinnati area. And it was almost flipped on its head because that's not, yeah. that's not how you sell a product. It works for some. It might work in small batches. But overall, if you're basing your business model on selling to the consumer – you got to cater to what the consumer wants, not what a brewery is pushing out, which, like I said, as soon as I heard it, it's one of those things you know it, but that really made it click. And you know it. For me. Uh, Let's see, a couple other things that we have here. Uh, Weeks without hype beers were near impossible to get profit from because everyone was looking for, like, that week's thing. So if there were a bunch of breweries that Adina was in partnership with that just didn't have something new and exciting and fancy or whatever, right. it was very hard for them to to continue to turn that dollar I, over for the I can imagine that, him. Yeah. All right, team, huddle up. All right, huddle up. He gives him the, <laughs> give the huddle signal, yeah. like where you put your fingers yeah. together. Huddle up. And he's like, all right, so this week uh, all the breweries sent us their uh, cream ale and their uh, blonde. Uh, so, so we, are, we are stocked up. Let's go. Uh, All right, guys. We still sell the cream ale and the blonde. We still have two cases of St. Arnolf back in the corner. If oh, we can shit. try to get this, which he did touch on. If you're not familiar. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look up the St. Arnolf scandal. That's A-R-N-U-L-F. Brewer's name was uh, Stephen something. I looked it up, but I didn't write it down for whatever You know reason. what the S in Stephen something stands for? Shit. That's it, piece Scammer. of shit. Scammer. Scammer piece of shit. Scum of the brewing earth. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. That was, it. That, was a, that was a whole Good thing. Good guess, I remember <laughs> Every now and then, I, I kind of hit the nail on the head there. Uh, let's see. And one of the other things he said, distributors don't cause breweries to close. Breweries cause breweries to close. I guess it's one of those things where I guess the brewery could say no, right? Yeah. They could say no. They could say no. That's true. But... If they're basing their 
their profit margins and their ability to pay their bills and stay open on what they're selling on store shelves and not out of their tap room. It's not the distributor's fault if the consumer doesn't want to buy those. It's kind of how I read into that part of the conversation. Could be wrong, but yeah, it's not, it's not Adina's fault. Although I guess since Adina kind of doesn't exist anymore, can we now say it's Adina's fault? There's do we do that temporary I think he blame even admits There's probably a brewery or two out there that uh, does blame Adina for something. This is true. They probably do. I didn't make that up. That's what no, he said. No, no, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, conversation led into what led to the decision to sell Adina. Or I'm not sure if it was a straight-on sale or just like a merger, a an absorption into a different distributor. But uh, apparently, unlike Sonder, everything was not awesome. That's right. With Adina and... Well, it, it was, I think... It, it makes sense. It did make sense. And to a degree, it was part of, it was part of a plan, mm-hmm. um, a growth, growth strategy. Right, right. Um, but I, I, I do think also it's one of those things where he got to a point, now listen and find out what that point, mm-hmm. what those factors were. He got to a point where, you know, there's a couple of roads in front of you mm-hmm. and that road seemed like the the best decision for for his uh his business which also meant the best decision for he as a as a, a person agreed there were a lot of really fun stories sprinkled into this episode so you definitely need to give it a listen but one of those stories led to my multiple choice question ah julie's multiple choice question for season five episode nine of how not to start a damn brewery with a with michael from adina distributing at the time he was with adina at the time he was with them now it's not you whatever it's all syria it's all fine uh serene serene is how i'm saying it and michael i'm still waiting for one of the last adina t-shirts oh yeah Oh, my God. That turtle logo. Brilliant. Love it. All right. The multiple choice question. Marco, are you ready? I am ready. What will Michael never, ever, ever use again for beer pickup? Is it a Triceratops? Is it a U-Haul? Or is it a minivan? Ah, or is it D, Julia? I'm going to bring the D. You ready? (laughs) I am ready. The D is DoorDash. That's what the D stands for. Ooh, all very good options. Only one of them is correct. So if you want to know what is the right answer, listen to this episode and find out all about uh, what Michael was up to when he was the president, founder, CEO, and all kinds of other titles with letters of Adina Distribution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything else you had on this episode, Marco, before we, uh, before we move on? No, let's just move on. All right. Do we need to take a break? Do you need to refill your glass or are you good? Are you yeah, I'm going to go get something else. All right. We're going to take a quick break, refill our glasses, and then we'll be right back. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's so going. The, the third member of our podcast finally arrived. It's almost like he's been dealing with just issues outside of podcasting or something Strange. i don't know something maybe we'll maybe we'll cover some of those issues uh in one of our recaps tonight possible possibly okay uh what do you say we jump into two episodes of the craft parenting podcast yes because it was a two-parter episode a 119 and 120 real talk with matt and chanel damaris uh 
They had a very long conversation, so they divided the episode up into two parts. Each part released uh, different weeks. There he is. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And they talked about anything and everything. They were all over the place, and I was there for it. I absolutely loved it. Apparently, the number of craft beer lovers with parenting problems has doubled at 13 Below. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which is funny because they explained why Matt and Chanel were down at 13 Below. Basically, they got lost. Somehow ended That's up on the west side. That's how I'd there. Exactly. Couldn't find their way out. Somehow Look, ended I up at 13 Below. I, I sure, hope they do great. I'm sure it's a great place, but if I'm there, I'm lost. <laughs> They've been open how long? Is it six years now? It's a long time. Been, they've been they've been open for quite a while. No thanks to you who tried to flood them out their I did. first I year did, of being yeah. open, but they persevered. It's been fantastic ever since. Uh, this is probably going to be a quicker-ish recap because they really didn't talk a lot about beer in this episode. There were a couple touch points about it. But Wait, the they episode, were at 13 Below and didn't talk about beer? Not very much. Not very much, it, it no. Was more, it no. was more about the parenting. The parenting and just I get that. podcasting and just kind of life in general. Yeah, it was parenting and podcasting. Uh, very little beer. And how the speed limit on 275 is 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're driving slower than that, get into the right lane yeah. or get, get out over. of the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Joe is a grandpa driver. And there are a lot of train delays Grandpa, I can, I can see places that. people work. I can work. see that about him. I could see that, too. Yes, yes. But is he in the minivan or the other minivan when he's the grandpa driver? That's the real question. You got that Honda Odyssey? You can you can get kicking in that sometimes. But mm. he's in the uh, the Ford, uh, not the Focus. What was the, the, um, the Ford Festiva? Astro? No, the... An Astro van? Astro van. Was it the yeah. Astro van? Yeah, I, yeah that, that brick's not going... Over 25 I learned how to drive on an Astro van. Nice. Yeah. That, I bet that, that was fun. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. <laughs> straight up Marco. <laughs> uh, we're going to touch on the beer parts uh, that they did talk about. Um, one of the big ones that came up first was the Bruce Travelers Facebook group, which yeah. is really run by and kind of owned by Mark Miller, one mm-hmm. of the Bruce Travelers. Mm-hmm. Quick Trip. Shout out Quick Trip. Uh, but then they You use his name. Uh, you have to drink. I, okay. That's, oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of, we all have new beers. Marco, what are you drinking? Uh, I have uh, last week from uh, Masthead, B&D. Nice. All right. Uh, nope. Some kind of dunkel. Uh, I can't, oh, read, from... can't read anything. Uh, yeah, I saw that from when I had Hofbra House. Oh. oh, am I allowed to drink this? No. Jeez. Yeah, actually it. not. The, uh, the Hofbrau police are going to come get me. Yeah. And I'm drinking a beer that Marco and I did not get. Seeing colors, hazy IPA. From yeah, we didn't get invited. You guys weren't invited to that. No, we weren't invited to that. It's cool. We're, still working we're on my video. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, Joe was able to put his Jeez. video out. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, come on. He's doing great. Uh, they talked about Matt's multitude of podcasts, which mm-hmm. multitude, he has two. He has Hustle and Brews, and he kind of co- three. runs. Is it three? I count it three now. He's got okay. the Brews Travelers Outcast podcast. Well, and then he's got the Yeah, and then Hustle, Hustle and Brews. And Brews. And then the, oh, the, what the what's the what's the the new thing that he does the spinoff? Oh shoot, that's right. The, the hustlers 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 brews is that yes. what it's called? We've yeah. had one episode of that so far. So Matt, my apologies that I forgot about that. It just kind of yeah. hit and then disappeared. So we're my, up to two my now. bad on that. We are up to two. Event well, not until it actually hits all the podcatchers. Okay. Until it does, we are still 
giving everybody everything in one feed. Stay tuned for more information on that. We're going to be Truth Beer and that. Pods at Truth Beer Pods. Yeah, we're going to add an S because you add an S to everything. Yeah. That might be the Pods. title. That might be Sequences. the title. Actually, you know what? That might have, that might have been a title of one of our older episodes, so that might not be the title of this one. I'll have to go okay. back and, uh, and find out. We're reusing they talked material. About, we're reusing material. Yeah, good God. We've been around for so long that we are reusing material now. Uh, they talked about entrepreneurship. No one will promote your shit as hard as you promote your shit. And then something that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Vets and Brews and the Honor Bus. It is coming up. It is coming back. If you are interested in sponsoring this, please do so. Vetsandbrews.com or the Vets and Brews Facebook page. Reach out to Matt in some way, shape, or form. I will say, Caroline had a phenomenal idea for a spinoff to vets and brews for the veterans that don't drink because there is a good number of veterans that just don't drink for one reason or another mm, yeah. perfectly fine vets and weed vets and kombucha vets and kombucha. Oh, okay. yes but no her i actually i actually the bubble will guts. yeah well no it should it should help resolve the bubble guts i don't know that's about like that. good that but good bacteria vets and jerky Close. I like jerky. Jerky's like good. Yeah. Who doesn't? It's one other beer-related topic that they talked about. Do you notice more, or do people notice more when a beer changes if the recipe changes versus the branding? The branding. branding. 100% the branding. <laughs> 100%. I'm glad that wasn't the multiple-choice question because you guys would have knocked it out of you the You would park. have to change a beer like while I'm drinking it for me to... You would have to almost pull up. And even then, I don't even know if I would notice. A fat tire. If you you pull a fat tire, then I notice that. I I wouldn't have noticed fat tire. Are you serious? Really? Because I don't drink it. Oh, that's okay. So like, okay. Well, it could have been. But it could have been that far uh, off that I'm like, man, I don't. I don't remember this being like this, but maybe I'm just crazy. That's weird. I don't remember the amber ale being blonde. Yeah, but I, I, I would pass it off as me just not remembering correctly but i think what they were talking about in their conversation was more about the beers that people are drinking on a consistent basis you know marco and truth or you know whatever Mm -hmm. like if 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 they suddenly change the recipe would marco notice Mm -hmm. versus well they do i constantly i I didn't until i did and once i did i was like this isn't actually what i want i wonder how often something like truth has been changed because I I, I know that there's been tweaks than, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and but I guess and eventually I guess it just gets so noticeable that you can't not notice it. Right. And what is the limit to the tweak that actually turns it into right. something a bit different that would be noticeable? If if maybe just due to you know drought or you know as as Mike and Brett from Bruce guys love to talk about. Are you blaming warming. the changes in truth in uh, on drought? No, what, okay, I, what, just I'm, what I'm saying, I'm just trying to pick like a random example of mm-hmm. something that might affect something else. Let's just say, and I have no idea about the recipe for truth, so I am making all this shit up. So, Ryan, guys, please don't come after me. But let's Water, just say, malt, hops, yeast. It's well, pretty simple. Well, right, but what, I'm, what I was going for is let's, the just, say, let's just say that they always use truth. A pound, let's just say they always use a pound of, of citra, but then due to whatever a pound? reason, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not confused. a brewer. I'm, just, I'm not a brewer. I don't know this stuff. But then the next it, the next time they released it, grams. They, they weren't metric. able to obtain a pound of citrus, so they used three quarters of a pound of citra and a quarter pound of, you know, yeast, flour. yeast, yeast, quarter just pound just of yeast, yeast. <laughs> yeah, and then three <laughs> units of water, a royale of uh, citra. Right, but it, yes, you all know what I'm talking. Oh my god, oh my god. 
A uh, little there dash be... of watermelon. No, no, we're not talking about watermelon. no watermelon. No, truth. No, no. Watermelon truth. I would, I would drink it. That, that actually doesn't good. sound bad. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I would drink it. Yeah. You know no? Oh no. Nope. Won't go there. Nope. Uh, a Donna Schwaben beer bracket would be an interesting challenge, mm-hmm. but I do not agree with the the statement that well, it would have to be a one ounce pour of everything. You're you're not going to have any idea of what that beer tastes like. No, 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 that's, no way. That's the difficulty of all of these things. Is you have to you have, you to, have to get have, the beer right, like a taster, like a four or five ounce sample. Even mm-hmm. that sometimes isn't enough to really. That's get borderline a good idea. for me. Like it, it it's takes, borderline. You yeah. can, but sometimes you need six to twelve ounces, if not a liter, to really figure out what a beer tastes like. Uh, let's see. You got the full history of the Grumman. Which is something yeah, that yeah. that that Matt's talked about plenty of times, but I don't think we've ever gotten the entire story, the entire sure. history of it. So I absolutely loved that. Um, and again, there there were a couple other little beer related things sprinkled in, but it was mostly a podcast where they just they just had a conversation. So it was just it was the best ones back. for me. Absolutely, oh, I agree one hundred percent. Those are always the most fun when people just sit down and just talk. There's no, there's no super strict format of, well, now we have to talk about this and then this and then this. Like that Cincy Brewcast podcast. So did they not use regimented. a Google a spreadsheet? I don't know that they did. <laughs> I guarantee there was a oh, spreadsheet. There, there was probably still a Google spreadsheet. <laughs> what, um, what we do have, though, Graphs, we don't charts. have a Google spreadsheet. We have a notebook, but we also have a multiple choice hey. question. Did they not talk about Westside, Bestside? Mm-hmm. Did they not talk about Battle Buddies? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> Or did they not talk about the Industrial Revolution? Mm. Ah, or option D. You did A, B, and C, and I ring D. Option D. Did they not talk about? The I've ben- got Marco's D. It's right here oh, in my hand. Oh, the no. Ben- Brent Spence Bridge. Mm. Mm. They, t- they, they could have talked about any and all of these things. Listen to both episodes to find out what they didn't actually On talk three-quarter about. speed. On Royale with cheese speed. I bet. Okay, so you know how listening to shift beers at like half speed is amazing? That's pretty funny. really good. I need to try to listen to Craft Parenting Pod at half speed and see if it's just as amazing. Let us know. Yeah. What do you say we move on to? Do we need to take a break? Nope. Okay. The Cincinnati Brewcast? Oh. Yeah, you see? Mm -hmm. See what you did there? Here. Hang on, Marco. Cheers. We cheers. See how tiny of a pour I gave you? (laughs) That's fine. It's fine. This is season nine, episode 14. Raising boats and tides at Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. (laughs) The Oktoberfest episodes are my absolute favorite because it is just that conversation. There there is some flow to it, but. There, well, so I, there, there are notes like sure, similar sure. to Craft Parenting Pod. Like there, there were notes of things that I want to like hit in the show, but like it takes maybe three seconds before that's just gone. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it's like oh, we're absolutely. just gonna go. Uh, you sat down with Justin and Danny from Sonder, Mark and Amy from Common Beer Company, and Brian from BC's whatever we want uh, to like end that with. Is that place ever going to open? That by was the, way? the question. <laughs> The question asked multiple times. Uh, we're, it was recorded live at Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. Hey, Vincent, how's it going? Vincent. Heck yeah, you joined the party. Gotcha. All right. 
Vincent's at the table. Heck yeah. Party is officially starting. He looks starting. like he's on the pot, too, because nah. he's wearing heads, headphones. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Best intro ever. <laughs> what the, the I fu- would... <laughs> I, I messed up the music. <laughs> I, th- I think it worked perfectly. Just because your old intro was like at the end of it, it still started out exactly the way that it should have right. for Saunders' 100th episode. Maybe. Absolutely. I did wish that we would have gotten a Justin laugh out of it or so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but so it was spectacular. That, that did. Uh, so when I was editing the actual intro, like clips, mm. uh, that laugh played a big part in a lot of them. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, would is, have been it is such long. a great laugh. I love it so uh, Danny's much. got a good one, too. He does. Yeah. They, they both uh, 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 They both <laughs> Uh, let's see. You can hear about Procter and Gamble's small batch beer, yeah, yeah. which was yeah, in the corner. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why right no next one's to really the talking pods. about it. Yeah, I don't know what else. The, I don't know what exactly they do there versus other places of PNG. Like it is kind of fascinating to me. I, uh, yeah, it's a very big thing that's happening there, and I don't. I don't know what they're doing. So I'll just, just make a beer. Make a beer. Absolutely. Make I, a was, beer. I was going to say let's just let's just say something, and it is now our truth. That's what we do, right? There were not that many people at the table wearing lederhosen. There were uh, a, there were yeah. enough. The people in front of the camera were. Correct. Which is important. Correct. Which that is one thing that I do want to say. This is an episode that I feel like watching the YouTube video, you get a little more out of it. Yes. You actually see the reasons for some of the, the reactions and the interactions there that was, are happening. There was some really good stuff throughout the day after the show. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so. Oh, my God. I'm uh, sure there was. Yeah. Nobody from Sonder. Uh, at least that was on the show was wearing lederhosen, mm-hmm. uh, which is a problem in itself. But Justin, uh, had, Justin a hat. had a hat. He had his hat, and that's where the fun entered the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Justin lost his hat a lot throughout oh. the rest of the night, oh. uh, mostly because of uh, Brian <laughs> and Caleb from BC's uh, stealing his hat. <laughs> Somehow that does he not would surprise be, me. He would be in the middle of a conversation, and Caleb would just walk up and just just pull it right off, and then put it on his own head. And at one point, like, where me and Caleb were sitting there at the bar, and Justin walks up, he's like, "Dude, I swear, I set my hat right there next to you. I think I lost it. I think I lost my hat." Did Brian or Caleb have, like Caleb put it on was and they're just getting, yeah, Caleb was just sitting right there with the hat on. Oh and I'm like, man, God. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't see it. And Caleb's like, I didn't see it either. And I was like, man, I knew this was going to happen. Where did my hat go? That's amazing. Do you think he's going to have a chin strap for this over, hat next it's time? Over and over again. Oh, my God. That is, I, I felt, I wanted to go they so make, bad, but I was make them now. What are they called? The, 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 yeah, yeah. The you, chin yeah, straps the, for the hats? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Chin strapping? I don't know. What's, what do you say that in German? You just, you just, you just strap on the, the hat. Oh, st- strap, the, strap. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. All right. Uh, that's a... Listen to your stupid opinions and... I don't oh know Oh, my God. It's It's all I do amazing. is listen to my stupid opinions. <laughs> uh, you guys discussed in depth the bell curve of trying to decide if the next year's Oktoberfest mm-hmm. beer is going to be more of the Märzen or the Festbier style. I was just commenting on their meetings and how they decide what their Oktoberfest is going to taste like. The way they reacted, I think that you exposed them more than what they wanted to. That's what I do. Yeah, absolutely. You are an incredible journalist. 
and mm-hmm. you're always exposing the things that need to be exposed and some things that really shouldn't be. Maybe. 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 Uh, let's see. Justin at one point took over the entire interview and started to interview Brian about BCs and was what's this happening before there. or after they got in a fight over the microphone? Yes, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Is that yes. like, hey, they uh, I was like, why are you grabbing the mic, man? Hey, you know what? If you're gonna take my mic one more time, the same give mic. me an open date for BC's Brewing Co. And Brian's just like, whoa, shots fired. <laughs> this is getting a little intense. It was absolutely amazing, though. He's already got his Costa Rica ejection ejection plan right. in place. He, he's gonna do it anyway. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna be like the doors. Speaking of, the, of Ryan Geist and Truth, uh, the, hmm. no comments there. The doors are gonna open to BC's Brewing, and Brian's just gonna be like, "Out! I'm, I'm out! I'm done! I am gone!" Oh, so you have them opening? That's good. <laughs> ish, ish. It's fine. It's fine. They might have some bottles. <laughs> I love the the conversation where they were emphasizing the friends of the Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. Getting the actual breweries together, like I said, it was a networking event more so than just a, a festival. And yeah. that's part of what makes what it's not, they it's do not so part special. Of. It's it, not it part is. of. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a, the whole thing. Right, it is right. a good chunk of what makes that event what it Work. is. It absolutely does. When you go up there and you are, like when I went last year, even though everyone was in their own separate tents, everyone was still, well, sure, but even then, you still had the the brewery owners, the brewers, the people from those companies that were there walking around interacting with the other people from the other brewery. So you you could see that camaraderie and that friendship and that just... um, embodiment of a community yeah even in that slightly separated way that they had it last year i love the fact that they put everyone under the same tent this year so that you could see that so much clearer oh, yeah. than you could last year and for people that just didn't either agree with that for one reason or another or thought no i just would rather have a volunteer pour my beer i don't want to do x y or z with it right. I do appreciate Saunders saying, this is how we want to do things. We want our Oktoberfest to be about German beers and about that community within the brewing community. And that's that. Those are kind of like our two big rules. And I think that really makes what they do more special than Oktoberfest Zinzinati will ever sure. be. Zinzinati has the history, the size, they're, all that, but it's but it's not. They're all, they're, they all have their own kind of place, place in this. And that's I think that's place. what I yeah. love so much is that like all of these different, especially with Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. most of these festivals are finding their own place within this bigger season of festivals. Like it's hard to say, all right, Oktoberfest, we're going to throw one. And make it special. Mm-hmm. And, you have to have something. Uh, right. Sonder right. came in just in the last couple of years and like, okay, like we want to do an Oktoberfest. How do we do different than what any other Oktoberfest in Cincinnati is doing, which is really, really tall order because there are so many Oktoberfests doing so many different things and somehow they figured it out. They're and so here, here we have this Oktoberfest season in the city that is just getting wider and bigger and better and better and better. I, I love it. I love it so much. I agree. 
uh, talked a little bit about Sonder Stories, and Justin mentioned Marco and I as being the two people that listened to Sonder right. Stories. So, Justin, Danny, and to everyone that's ever been on that show, you're welcome. We love it. We are. We do love it. Wait. Well, I was going to say, this is the 100th episode, so we don't have to wait for the 100th yeah, episode yeah. any longer. I am ready for episode 101. Yeah, bring uh, it on. Let's see, what else was there? They talked about Saunders their, Grove. Hopefully their new employee will be able to we'll be make able, mm-hmm. episode 101. Yes. Correct. Find out Danny's new title and why Sonder is hiring Didn't they a say new it? Danny. Yes. Okay, just making sure. I'm just not, yeah. Just making just, sure. We don't, we don't expose everything. I was drinking. I, I had beers. I had Oktoberfest <laughs> beers. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. I would buy that in a heartbeat. 16-ounce uh, cans are failing. We're now moving on to 19.2 ounce six packs. Six packs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you should be very I happy. That. I know that I you're, that. you're a fan of the 19.2s. Depending on the style, yes. <laughs> yes, Any absolutely. style, all the styles, <laughs> all the time. Uh, invasive species. When they move in, is it insulting or flattering? That was really fun to listen to. There was a lot of I stuff on and off the air. I'm sure, I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. Yes. Um, I see both sides of it, so I'm not sure which way I lean more. Mm-hmm. But I go back and forth. Really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I do as well. Um, I mean, some of them it's pretty easy to take a stance with. Others, it's you know you're gonna be a little bit different than that. You know, you'd be yeah. um, you know willing I, to give them a shot and see what see I love. What's up. I love having High Wire in Cincinnati. Love the beer. Love love the people. Love. Love everything about Highwire. Eh, BJ's can kick rocks. I guess it depends on how they try to inject themselves into the community. Is it? Mm. I'm here because you guys, because Cincinnati needs our beer. Look at you. Craft beer means it, more than the beer. I imagine that. Or are they moving into Cincinnati because they they see what we have and they want to be a part of it? Sure. So it all it really all depends on the brewery, on the people, on on all of that good stuff. Uh, you got beer in your butt crack. Hopefully, I did. Hopefully I did. that. Uh, it's all fine. It's, I mean, it's still there. Were, were the later hosen okay? That later was my beer. Yeah, no, beer on later hosen <laughs> is good. It breaks them in. <laughs> it ages them just perfectly. <laughs> it's perfect. The chaos of the Oktoberfest episodes is all. Thanks for asking about my butt crack, though. You're I, welcome. I appreciate that. I knew that's it's doing good. Yeah, I mean, gotta make sure that things are good. Gotta clean that thing out every <laughs> once in a while. A little bit of a little beer will do it. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? <laughs> what do you have? I, oh God, I regret and too much editing that I'm going to need to do. That's what I have. Uh, is Sonder the last local brewery to do Oof. what they did and succeed? Don't want to necessarily there dive into that because big holy conversation. cow, that is an absolutely enormous conversation. But what was able to be touched on in this episode was, I think you guys were able to dive into it deeper than what I thought you were going to be able to in just that small segment yeah. of the show. Yeah, it was only about what. An hour and 15 minutes? <laughs> hour and 15 I, t- I don't know. <laughs> but that part of the conversation was like almost an hour in. Like it was pretty close yeah. to the end of the episode. Yeah. And everyone at the table was able to give. <laughs> to give, really again, good... behind the scenes. Sure. That conversation continued after oh, the sure mics turned yeah. off. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. 
And you're going to release that to uh, Patreon subscribers? <laughs> no, there's nothing recording. We're just, <laughs> just desperate to make sure my uh, my little uh, mixer was not ruined from the true. beer. This is true. Uh, don't want to spoil the episode. It is, is the mixer a mixer fine? It's fine. It's it's fine. Well, I think so. Good. good. I actually don't know if I've used it since then. Since. Maybe it's not. Oh. Okay. Well, you'll find I have backups upon backups at this point. There you go. We don't want to spoil the entire episode. It is phenomenal. List. I, I'll say watch. Don't necessarily watch. listen. Watch. I watched. It was it was good. I watch. did. I did both. I watched it and then I listened while I was taking notes while I was working. So oh, like, okay. every, you're welcome for every, the two clicks. Every part of it is not great to watch. So like, put it on. Yeah. And then when you hear something like fun happening, you can look up and see what is going on. Like when Gnome says, "I've got beer in my butt crack," you can go, "Okay, wait, what the hell just happened here?" And you can kind of go back in the video right. and find yeah. out. Yeah. Look for the butt crack. Watch Ooh. my butt crack. Mm. Yeah, the fact that you stood up after that, a little, little awkward. Not, not going to lie. I had to shake off. I shouldn't have taken my pants off. off. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, there are rules when you're I, out in I public. Know. I forgot the camera was there. Oh, my gosh. All right, my multiple choice question for Season 9, Episode 14 of Cincy Brewcast, Raising Boats and Tides at Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest. All right. How many times... Did they reference Sonder Stories episode 100? Okay. I got my clicker out for this one, actually, because, again, I listened and watched Ah, twice. good. Was it A, three times? Okay. Was it B, eight times? Very good. Or was it C, 12 times? Ooh, uh, that's a great question. Uh-huh. Or was it D? You know what number it has to be, right? 69, 69. times. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Listen to this episode, watch this episode, do both. Be sure to do all the things and support the Gnarly Gnome in, in everything that he's doing because it is fantastic. Uh, we still have two episodes to go, Weekly Pint and Bruce Guy's Booze News. Marco, do you need a refill? Gnome, anyone need no, refill? Everyone go. good? All right, let it, let us roll through this shit then. Weekly Pint, let's stick with all things Gnome. Last night's episode, as we're recording this, episode 187, there's a hole in my ceiling and my car won't start. Yeah. So you could tell this was going to be a very positive, uplifting, oh, yeah. like, man, look at all this great stuff kind of episode. I'm positive my car won't start. I could not directly empathize with that, mm-hmm. but we had foundation work done today. Mm-hmm. So cost-wise, I'm like, I I am in pain with you as far as, it's... like, things you need to, you know, your daily life, your house, your car, that type of stuff. Foundation work is a little, little worse than... Having to cut a hole in my ceiling. I will tell you, when they put the pierce in and did the slight lift, the entire back of the house, (laughs) like the sound that was made. the sound. You can't can't be there for that. crackling, (laughs) cracking, and I'm just, I'm standing in the kitchen, which is the back wall that they were working on in the basement. I'm looking around, like, waiting to see, like, these huge cracks appear and, like, everything to collapse in. I'm going, oh, my <laughs> God, I hope that was supposed to make that sound. <laughs> and so I'm listening to the workers, you know, in, in the basement, like, are they freaking out? Oh, no! Ex- right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. And, right, right, right. and I'm just like, and no, they're just kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, this weekend I think I'm going to be absolutely no change in their cadence, no change. And I'm like, I'm going to assume yeah, see, like, that that's what's supposed to happen. At but, least, like, oh you've got you've got somebody else that, like, you're you're leaning on. So, like, I'm... Like, I've got this problem in my basement where I had to cut a hole mm-hmm. in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And so I'm cutting a hole in the ceiling to try to figure out what's going on. And my wife comes down. And she's like, hey, what's going on? And I said, well, you know, we've got this problem. 
Did and she's like, well, what is it? Posters? And I'm like, I, I don't know. know what's going on. That's what I'm trying to, like, I, I, I'm learning right now. Like, I have to learn this. See what's <laughs> like, underneath I, the ceiling. There, there are no experts right now to tell me what is going on. I have to figure this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there is water. But, <laughs> but something like that, if it's not necessarily done correctly, shouldn't cause your entire house to collapse around you. Oh, it could. It, oh, yeah. It absolutely, I guess, water, yeah I guess, water's nasty. Well, no, no. I'm just saying cutting a hole in the ceiling. The water, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I understand from, from that point. Um, but did you figure out either where no, it's from? No, no. We're still, still? still in process. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully. We're, we're at the hole in the ceiling and a Tupperware container stage. Okay. That gathers the water as it drips. Is there like a pipe that's directly under that? No, no. So you're acting like so my when, wife right now. Nope, that's easy. I could do that. Nope, that's easy. So you cut a hole where the water's coming in, and when you look straight up, it's just the floorboards, the baseboards nope, nope. underneath? It's not even that easy. Oh. We got vents and all kinds of things in the way. Mm. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you. Yeah. I will. I will text my continued. We're gonna burn is it, it down. Is it uh, that? We're gonna burn it down and uh, and and submit it for uh, some kind of insurance claim. It's a solid plan. You probably shouldn't have said that on a recorded podcast. It's fine. But okay. We can edit that out. That's fine. I could. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. The question is, am I going? My house to? didn't burn down. It's fine. Oh my goodness. Not yet. There were so one of, one of the fun things about the weekly pint is if you're joining live, it's typically Monday nights around 9:30 p.m. ish, depending on what's going on. The interactive chat, getting to see what everyone else is saying over the different platforms that it that it is being put out to. There were some great downtown Indianapolis brewery recommendation yeah. and talk that spawned out of that. That is always fun when there's a lot of YouTube kind of traffic that, this week. There was a lot of YouTube traffic this week. I, I noticed that. The, the compiled chat that shows you trafficking saying what from where. Mm. Nothing better. Sounds well. like Google. It really does. Uh, there was a teaser that there is new gnome glassware coming out. Eventually. That is my truth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, still, it's, still, first. it's still not wrong. Eventually, there's going to be some <laughs> new gnome glassware coming out. <laughs> so much money. I've said this multiple times. All I'm asking, please don't let it be TQs because you can't stack no, them. No, they're steins. They're, they're beer steins. Oh, excellent. Excellent, excellent. So now they're not being teased anymore. Now it's just a matter it's, of it's when stunning. they show up. Just have to order them. <laughs> just have to have to quit spending money so that I can spend money. Uh, we had a beer, booze, bunks, boinks, binks, biscuits, boobs, and bananas update. Very excited about that. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, be sure to do that. Beer, booze, and bunks.com. Or Fulling Warehouse probably has a link to it on their I hope stuff. So. Or, I hope so. yeah, really, beerboozeandbonks.com. That's the best Go there. Go. That, is, that is your source of truth for all of that. Voting on the new, not the new, but the non Oktoberfest quest. Uh, not winner. Um, one of the Oktoberfest Quest beers that didn't make it to the next round. Yeah. Voting yeah, will yeah. be opening up soon for the opportunity mm-hmm. to come back for into the, the competition. For the eliminated beers. There was already so, a, an eliminated beer that got back. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, did, we things a little different this year. So will that be coming back for round two or round three? Uh, I believe round that? three. Round three? Okay. Uh, I think. Maybe. Ish. Okay. I think that's when the uh, the loser, non-winner, comes back. Comes back? Okay. I mean, not super important. It's our truth. And Fine, we can look it up. And you do you. All right. We will. Well, Marco is getting a beverage. We will. He just uh, ran away. Does I he know. do that all the time? All the time. You have no idea how hard it is to try and get this podcast done when he's here. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> all right. Let's 
let's see. Round one. Round two. Right, round three, yeah. Round three. Fight! Eliminated. Uh, beer comes back. Okay. All right. And that will be a poll that's posted on all the social media platforms, website, whatever. This week sometime. Okay. So keep an eye on all things Gnome for your chance to bring back a non-winning beer to Oktoberfest Quest. And we know for certain that the finale is going to be at Mad Tree. We just don't have specific details on the date and time yet. That is Still don't have that. That is to come. So again, keep an eye on all things Gnarly Gnome. Do you want to hear who's still in the competition? Yes. Uh, so this is uh, round two. We have, and this is not in order. It doesn't give is you a, a, a picture of okay. who's competing okay. against who. Um, we have High Grain, mm-hmm. Madry, Rheingeist, Warped Wing, Cartridge, Fretboard, Braxton, uh, Westside's uh, Mertzen, mm-hmm. uh, Brink, Sam Adams, Sonder, Esoteric, Municipal, Streetside, Wandering Monsters, Westside Festbeer, Northern Row Festbeer, and Highwire. And the only ones you can vote on are the ones that were eliminated in round one, yes. not round two. Yes. All right. And there will be right. uh, there will be a poll that will get shared. Cool. Keep an eye on that. Uh, you mentioned that there are a whole bunch of fun beer events coming up. Trust us. We know. It's a lot of them. <laughs> there are so many. We had nine pages of events that we talked about, and that was only October and then like five or six in November. It is beyond right. ridiculous how many events you there are. You guys got to cut that down at some point. Got to go from like three months to like But that's not even three months. That's, that's two. That's October and then like seven in November. Hmm. That's it. We're not even. It's a lot. I haven't seen an event for December yet. It is. There's a lot. papers everywhere. Like I know. There's, once, there's, once we get through October, there's, there's they're everywhere. a lot fewer. Yeah. Yeah. Once October, once spooky season is done, it, it definitely dies down a bit, but. Marco, Gnome, do either of you have any other notes about this episode of the Weekly Pint before I give you my multiple choice question for this mm. episode? Mm. No, let's, I don't. Let's go into it. All right. What does Gnome no longer have or is losing? A, his eyesight. B, his can collection. C, his car. Mm-hmm. Or D, Julia. It's me. <laughs> Marco, bring, bring, the the bring the D. What you got? Give, give me your D, Marco. Option oh. D is it is sanity. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh. This may be a, a, a trick. It's a little painful, though. Mm. All right. Let's move on to the last podcast. Well, not even podcast. The last media experience mm. that we have to talk about tonight. Best thumbnail they've done. I have that as one of my notes. It was absolutely phenomenal. And what the hell are we talking about? Bruce Guy's Booze News, the episode, the YouTube show, the YouTube episode that they released on October the 3rd of 2023. This is what success looks like. It looks like monocles and top hats. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Very first note I had, fantastic thumbnail art. Yeah. So Fantastic. It, you couldn't get any better. Uh, this episode was not necessarily hosted by Mike and Brett. But it was hosted by Eye Candy and the Troll. That's right. You mm-hmm. can decide which is which. New band. Sure. N- new band, yeah. Yeah. I'd pay to go see them. I would, too. What kind of music do they play? Uh, polka. I would not be surprised. Okay. It'd be kind of like, a, okay, all right, I'm here for it. It would not shock me in any way, shape, or form. 
Uh, they talked a tiny bit about the potential impending, already here, who the hell knows, government shutdown and how it may or may not impact breweries and brewers. Brett gave some, I say advice very loosely on what to do, what not to do. I know nothing about the industry as far as how that goes, so you do you. And uh, just make sure that yeah. you that your lights stay on. Basically, that's what he said. He said, um, "You know what? Fuck it." Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're yeah. operating that day to day right now, that uh, like you're listening to this show and you're like, "Oh, we should do something," mm-hmm. uh, you got it's bigger probably problems. Too lo- oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Mike's wine investment portfolio update: mm. Is it time to sell? <laughs> So basically, be sure to listen to or watch all of these episodes to get your wine portfolio, your wine portfolio <laughs> financial advice. Uh, you could also either move to Cleveland or look into GMO That's solutions. Not going to happen. Wine. Which one, GMO not or Cleveland? Both. Cleveland. Both. <laughs> Cleveland for sure. Uh, Kentucky's White Oak Resiliency Act to keep bourbon from going extinct. It's a good Make thing. bourbon great like. again. Make, ooh, Mabba? Mabba. 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 No, Mabba. 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 And I said, really? And he just went. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> oh, God. Which which button is that one? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I don't know where the button ends and where you two begin. It's it's. it's <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> thoughts in my head. Uh, so they talked about Jim Cook's take on what success looks like for craft beer. And I think they saw that from you now. That has always been one of your big questions. Yeah. So Jim Cook is now taking You're underwhelmed you. with that. What's the measure of success? Yeah. I, I think that people get so hung up day to day, which which is valid because people are trying to run their businesses, but they're, they're not looking at the bigger picture. Nobody ever looks at the bigger picture of what's going on and like where where all of this came from and where all of this is going and where you are and in the middle of all of that. Mm-hmm. Like if you start your business in the middle of something, uh, know where you are in that and know where you came from and where things are going and, and, and appreciate that. And um, when, it uh, comes, when it comes to that question, because you've spoken with him a few times, do you think Jim Cook looks at that question from that bigger picture or from the the present moment? Yeah, there's a little bit of both a with him. Bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like as long as he's been doing this, he's been both. He's yeah. been bigger picture and what's happening now. I don't think he likes that uh, the beer side of Boston Beer is not a uh, majority of their portfolio right now. Mm-hmm. But I think he's smart enough to know that uh, it was, and it might be again, and to keep, uh, uh, to still keep flexible enough, you know, I, yeah, you see my I, hand I, motions, I I, keep yeah. flexible enough yes. that uh, you can shift back and forth and uh, <laughs> be ready to change when the market changes again, which it will. Mm-hmm. It's, sure. it's a never ending uh, change, which big beer can't do. Craft beer can, and that craft beer does over and over and over again, and that's what Fair makes point. it what it is. Fair point. Uh, the University of Kentucky has given out pamphlets mm-hmm. to bars to for how to talk to their uh, and their, their pubs. Consumers. Yeah, the pubs, the, the pubs, pubs of, of, pubs of, of the, the University, University of Kentucky. Kentucky. 
on how to <laughs> on how to do things to prevent people from doing the thing that makes the pub. Oh, I love a that pub. though. I yeah. love it though. What if they could have John every, Calipari record those things and then he would he would say them. Every time I go to a bar, mm-hmm. I want them to tell me Hello, sir. Welcome to our establishment. Uh, I see you ordered a beer. Would you like an iced tea instead? I want them to ask that, and I'll laugh at them, and, and that's like, fun. And then we all laugh, and the whole bar laughs at the person oh, offering see, the iced tea wanna, instead. I see you want another pint. Would you like a tall pint or a small pint? Are you sure you want what? that super large beer? What? And we all say yes, and we yeah. laugh, and we... Then, yeah. I told yeah. that story on this on Truth Beer Pod mm-hmm. one time, right? So I think it was my kid's 21st birthday went to the hibachi grill mm-hmm. and i i ordered a beer 12 ounce beer mm-hmm. it was done and i i was walking by the lady because uh, she was just standing there staring at us like i, I don't know why but <laughs> no, we were the no. only people in there i guess and i was like oh hey she can i get a- someone <laughs> i think i was on the Damn, i was on the way to the car to Very get something from the car i forgot in my backpack and i was like oh hey by the way can i have were you beer? wearing those short shorts that say creepy. Oh, on the it might have been. I would yeah. stare. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think I about like, it, but I yeah, like those shorts. Yeah, they're they're, and they're pretty nice shorts. I said, "Hey, can I get another beer?" And she goes, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure." If definitely. If no, I wasn't hold on. sure, yes. I don't think I would. Yes, I'll take two. <laughs> <Good job>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the question of the week: Your current drink tipping etiquette. It sounds like they're both. Uh, Average tippers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 torn on this because I, I get that tipping culture is out of control. Agreed. Uh, well, this I feel like this was specifically if you go somewhere to order a drink, yeah, a bar, a, a brewery, a, a bottle shop, that type of thing, and not the tipping culture in general. It's both. I think it, I think it's both. Uh, it it makes me like. I mean, Brett is an owner of a uh, a brewery that has bar staff. Yep, yep. Is that what I'm supposed to be tipping his staff? Because I don't, yep. and I won't. I, I I do tip higher than than you know twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think twenty percent is like just my baseline, and then based on the service I yeah. get, it's either up or. And when I say it's, it's under twenty percent, it's, it's I mean, always you, up for me. But at least for me, you have to be doing something really, really wrong for the service I'm expecting for me to get to, to me get twenty percent. Right, me. right, or to even think about you know less you know the I, super I, rare. I, I don't ever like, tip below twenty percent ever. Like it just yeah. doesn't there, happen. I think uh, there have been. Maybe two or three times, and it was one of those. What did they? What did they do to you? It was I'm trying to think. It's been a, it's been a very long time. Been a while, um, but it was. I think well, one see, of and them that's, that's, was. If it's been a very long time, yeah, that it's, shifts it's, so things that shifts, too. Because right, right. No, this is this has been probably. God, probably over five years. Yeah, I don't, like it's I don't one know of those. That so that yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was something to where even I even went. God, I really don't want to do less but it just it was just such like a stark contrast to anything that's acceptable to me that that's why i was even going and i think i still was even i think it was still even like 15 percent or so like it wasn't you know one of those i'm gonna be an asshole and just leave a penny so you know i didn't forget it's hard for me because like when so say say you go out and have Mm -hmm. a bunch of drinks and it's a hundred dollar bill you know you're, you're talking about like still like 
you know, if you're if you're talking, you know, one percent up or down, you're talking about dollars. Right. Right. Like exactly. Exactly. That's where I feel. Like, I mean, why I, are we why are we like like worried about like fifteen versus twenty percent of tips? Like it's it's like a dollar or two. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's the way like, I look at it for stuff that's small in a way. So as an example, let's say my bar tabs fifteen bucks. I am tipping five bucks. Exactly. I am yeah, tipping yeah, yeah. five bucks no matter what. It, like, 20% is three bucks. I'm not giving you three bucks. I'm giving you five. Yeah. And uh, it's and then, you know, for, for it's stuff that rounds up higher than that to a dollar bill perspective, yeah. you know, I'll look at it at a baseline of 20 to start and then up. However, yep. the, for me, the, the biggest difference is, yes, when, I'm, when 20% means less than $5, then I'm leaving you at least five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not the, I'm not going to leave you three dollars because I can leave the five. Only, the only and time, and to me, that's a, that's, it's almost like, a, you know, with people now when they go into these betting sites and everything, they talk about units, right? They talk. Oh yeah, yeah, For yeah, me, yeah. a unit in tipping, it's a dollar. Is yeah. is for me if I'm tipping you anything less so it's from like a twenty percent. It's five bucks. Per, yeah, I, it's five yeah. bucks. I'm leaving five bucks you five bucks. For the most part, the only time that I ever automatically just hit that twenty percent button on the buttons POSs are different, yeah. Is like if I'm here and I get a couple draft beers, a couple things where they're pouring it for me, they're you know putting it in a glass for me, opening the can, whatever it might be, and then I also get packaged beer. See, I right? agree with so that as I don't, well. I don't look at it and go, "Ooh, what am I going to tip just on what they poured for me?" I agree me? with that as I well. I hit twenty percent because I know that that twenty percent counts into the package stuff I'm getting, so I know that for what, what the service that they provided me they're getting more than that well, than that base level well typically if you're at a liquor store and you're leaving with a six pack of beer you're paying the price for the six pack of beer plus the tax and then you're out of there mm-hmm. if you're at a place like higher gravity you're getting a six pack of beer plus you ordered uh two pints and you tip 20 percent on the whole bill well to me that's fine because I would have never tipped on just a six pack of Correct. go beer. Correct. Never. Right. I wouldn't right. do that. Well, I mean, the times that's a, that that's I was... a bigger question that I think we should be talking about is that, like when you go to those places that uh, you walk in, you get a six pack of beer to go, mm-hmm. and then it asks you to tip. Like, how do you how do you handle that? Right. <laughs> right. Which they've touched on, I think, in previous episodes. But mm-hmm. yeah, they they absolutely have. Um, but ver- it's it's they cover this very quickly. But as we just proved, it is a much bigger discussion than yeah. than ever. Yeah. So one, but I think we're getting ready to wrap up. Before yeah, I that, I had one note and multiple choice. So you before go that, one more thing on tipping. Yes. Just you're going to grab to go food. Let's say you go. There's yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings across yeah. the street. Yes. Do you go to the counter, order your to go food, pay out, then go to the bar and order your drink so that you're not tipping on the food purchase? No, I just leave it all in the same thing, and I just tip so, on, on the bill as a whole because so, the cook still had to do a job. The, someone still had to bag up nobody the food gives and the bring it over tip, to... Well, but, some, but some, places, some, some places, places do. Some places do. But, I mean, if I'm sitting at the bar while I'm waiting for my to go food and I order a beer, well, that that hostess, waitress, server, bartender, whoever's there, they're still carrying you know, that I've always, bag of I've food I've always over. done so that. I've always lumped it, it together when yeah, I go yeah, sit at I the just, bar. I've never went to the... I've never went to the the to-go stand or the counter or whatever and say, here's my order, 
I'll cash out and then go to the bar. So I'm no, only right. taking no, 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 no. Now, now if I or if I order, I've never done that. All I do is literally walk in. Hi, I have a pickup order for Julia. I get my food and then I walk out. I typically don't tip on that. But That's yeah, fine. if I'm doing something additional. He, I don't think he I've ever the, done that. He saw the time. <laughs> he saw the time, and he's just like, I'm out. Vincent <laughs> no, is. Back over. Oh, is he over there? Cool. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, last two, uh, well, last one note that I had, unless you guys had anything else, and then multiple choice question. Coming next week, they investigate all of the trends. Specifically, who is ordering tiki drinks? Me. Me. I oh. love tiki drinks. Okay. I haven't oh. had enough to have any strong feelings one way or another about them. The ones that I've had are, are good, but I typically don't Which, go to places that have them. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't do a lot of tiki drink. I Evidently, to, you can get, get a rum runner at, uh, at Highwire. <laughs> I've heard yeah. that. Big ass <laughs> I umbrella. Know, I don't know that that's Big a tiki umbrella. drink, but uh, it's close. I, <laughs> Sounds like I a tiki need, drink. I need to go back to the fermentorium and get some of their tiki drinks in the amazing tiki yeah, drink tiki vessels. Glasses. Yes, yes. Uh, before the multiple choice question, did either of you have anything else on this episode of the Bruce Guys Booze News episode, YouTube episode from October 2nd, 2023? Love the show. I, I'm curious how many times next episode uh, Mike can squeeze in. Oh, we interviewed so-and-so on Ooh, the... That, that would have been... So that, that would have been something great. I Gotta did, get that, uh, that counter out for that I, one. I did, I, did a, I did a different counter, and this is one that I've done before, but it actually happened this time. How many times did Mike brings the D Morgan top off top his of schooner? <laughs> yes, yes. The and, old and, I'm, schooner. And, I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? I did this before, but he didn't. So it was kind of a trick question. This time, he actually we did. He got so, that beer too. At, at one point, he got pleasure out of it oh too. My like God, they were yeah. talking about like uh, He's big just like glasses or something. And and you saw him like, just. Like that smile, like, oh yeah. Was it A, four times? Was it B, six times? Or was it C, nine times? Ah, uh, was it D, 12 times, Julia? That's, Marco that's bringing the glass. D. Marco brings Bring the D. Bring the D. That was the D, hitting the yeah. table. So who who really brings the D? Is it you or is it Mike? Uh, Marco, Marco brings the D. Yeah. <laughs> Marco always brings the D. That was Cezanne Dupont, wasn't it? In the can, it was. I yeah. believe yeah, so. Absolutely. Yes. yes, I know. I was like the can, like, oh, what is that? Oh, I think I know what that is. Absolutely fantastic. If you have not watched any of the Bruce guys' booze news, uh, you know, weekly news recaps, do it. If you have not listened to the Bruce guys' podcast, what the hell's wrong with you? Do it. They're amazing. Yeah. They're fantastic. Support them on Patreon. You don't get shit from it. Except yeah, I don't, for, I don't know why we support, but we do. Well, well, actually, they did kind of answer that this episode. They said if we give them it's not $5 true. It's for not shitty true. beers, if they see us, they'll it's buy us a shitty beer. It's not true. Beer. I've oh, seen them. They don't buy true. you a beer. Oh. oh. <laughs> not true. Oh. So it's Bruce, working. Bruce Guy's exposed. Actually, I don't, I don't think I've seen them since. So it's a joke, guys. It's fine. Uh, if there's nothing else. I got nothing. All right. We will wrap up. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Truth, Beer, and Consequences. If you like what we did, let everybody in the world know. Talk to the trees. Let the trees know. Let the. I'm looking well, at a weird. sunset. I don't know. 
I'm looking, looking at the I'm looking, sunset. I'm looking out the window, so I'm like, there are trees. There's a sunset. Just just shout it out into into the ether to listen to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. If you want to follow us, talk to us in any way, shape, or form, we are at Truth Beer Pod on all the social media platforms. You can send us an email, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. You can go to our website, which is, believe it or not, truthbeerpod.com. And there are links to things like our Patreon account and all that good stuff. You can hear unedited episodes of what we put out to the public and see what kind of chaos actually does reign supreme. Way better. There's like almost 45 minutes of extra content almost every single yeah. time. <laughs> Sometimes we it talk is, about things. Oh, lots of things. Lots and lots of things. Well, with that being said, Marco, Gnome, and I don't know where Vincent went off to. What are you guys going to be doing next Tuesday? Uh, I'm going to be here doing this. Hopefully I, with all I, of you. I have no idea. I hope Cheers. I have a car. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs>